Welcome to another edition of Profiles, a look into the music, artistry, lives, and legacies of the musicians and artists who defined a uniquely creative era by breaking boundaries and finding new influences. While they not only ushered in social as well as political change, they also created immensely popular legacies that have truly stood the test of time. Welcome to special programming on KBFK 90.7 FM, Los Angeles. My name is Maggie LaPeak, and I'll be your host for the hour. My guest today is Martin Shore. Martin is an award-winning film director, film music supervisor, educator, musician, and producer of film soundtracks, as well as Grammy-nominated audio recordings. Martin Shore is also the founder of the Take Me to the River Education Initiative, a nonprofit organization dedicated to sharing and teaching the story of American music and its origins. The initiative's mission is to empower communities by promoting tolerance and respect for all people and cultures while creating a deeper understanding and relevance of history and civil rights, which wonderfully mirrors our mission here at Pacifica. There's so much we could talk with Mr. Shore about, but our focus today will be the most recent directorial effort, Take Me to the River, New Orleans, and the sensational soundtrack album that came from the film, which we began the show with music from the documentary film, and in love with my NOLA, Cyril Neville. Martin Shore, welcome to KBFK. Hi, Maggie. Thanks for having me today. It's wonderful to have you, and it's wonderful to see you. Now, tell us uh, why you chose to make this fantastic film, Take Me to the River, New Orleans, and how it celebrates and reveals to us the musical history, legacy, and culture of one of our most unique and remarkable cities. Well, it's a very important American music story that um, I felt needed to be properly told. New Orleans music is world music. It's the first example of world music. And we are just so lucky to have this cultural jewel in our um, country. And be the conservators. Um, and it's important that we pay attention, nourish, support, um, and recognize um, this beautiful culture uh, that is an American cultural jewel that gave the world world music from influences and inspirations all over the world. So why is this film a testament to resiliency and rebirth, would you say? Well, the, the film is uh, a three-act play. Like every session, we navigate the film through our sessions as we're making a new record, which um, you played a song from at the top of the show. Um, and the three acts is pre-Katrina, Katrina, and post-Katrina. And Katrina really was a tetronic... Uh, shift of events for the city that um, they're still recovering really from Katrina. Um, and they've taken some hits since then as well. But um, the resiliency of New Orleans is part of its history. Um, you know, the, the, the change that has come through New Orleans from 
the beginning, very beginnings of the slave trade. And, you know, uh, before Ellis Island, there was New Orleans. That's where everybody entered the country. So um, it has been a place of resiliency um, from, from, the, from the start. So let's take a listen to the, the trailer from the film just to hear some of the voices and just uh, let's take a listen. Sure. This is the origins of where it all began. We created rock and roll. We created swing. You got to know where you're coming from. For those who don't know, I will learn you quick. passed down for many, many years from Congo Square when the slaves used to play on Sunday. And you had different groups, the rhythms and the music of the home country. And they brought that struggle, that energy, they put it through the music. All these rhythms and stuff started to melt. They would communicate, so the music became the language. One thing that made people realize that we had to take the culture more seriously was Katrina. The scene is nothing short of apocalyptic. 80% of New Orleans is underwater. There's a lot of negative things you say post-Katrina, but I like to look at the positives. We all just stick together. We weren't going to let New Orleans disappear. We owe it to New Orleans. We owe it to the world. We keep it going. We always pass down the knowledge. But what are we doing with this gift of music? How are we going to move people and change our blocks? Fantastic. And uh, recognize as some of those voices right off the bat, Snoop Dogg and uh, uh, Donald Harrison and uh, so many others. One of the most fascinating and thrilling things in your film is the collaborative uh, performances with New Orleans legacy artists, uh, stars of today's music scene and students from the Timpatina's Foundation. Um, why did you choose to present the music in this way? Well, part of the um, philosophy and um, really the, 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 the true take me to the river spirit is that of collaboration and breaking these walls that get in our way in, in life, unfortunately, gender, generation, uh, ethnicity, um, and breaking these walls down, genre, and collaborating in a, in a fashion that is committed to the work and to the process. Um, and by putting unusual combinations together, you find that that is really the key to magic, is, is getting everyone um, familiar with other walks of life so that they can feel the power of collective, creative collaboration. Yes, uh, collaboration is such a, an important and beautiful thing. Um, and uh, speaking of uh, 
beautiful collaborations. Uh, the the soundtrack is just you know I've I've been listening to it nonstop since I've <laughs> received my copies and uh, on both vinyl and uh, CD. But I want to play uh, another track from uh, this. Uh, uh, just uh, it's phenomenal music from the documentary film take me to the river new orleans and this one is uh the soul rebels featuring fifth ward weeby can you tell us a little bit about uh, this group and we're going to hear 504 enjoy yourself so the soul rebels are what i would call third generation brass band um and what I, what I mean by that is the original brass bands were, were very traditional, um, mostly uh, for the streets, um, whether it be different types of celebrations or funerals. The second generation um, was ushered in by the Dirty Dozen Brass Band and uh, band uh, Rebirth Brass Band. And third generation are bands like the Soul Rebels. And the Soul Rebels are one of my favorite uh, brass bands for sure. And they have collaborated with so many different bands so collaboration for them um comes comes naturally to them they even they even played with metallica believe it or not uh how cool so yeah so um that that, you know i i'd like to say that you know our collaboration kind of got them really rolling to to do more um and Fifth Ward Weeby, unfortunately, uh, passed away uh, about a year and a half ago. Um, so I'm glad we, we got him when we did. And uh, I think, you know, everybody understands that 504 is, is the uh, area code for New Orleans. So that's what they're celebrating. So let's take a listen to Soul Rebels, 504, Enjoy Yourself. Music from the documentary film, Take Me to the River, New Orleans. This is special programming on KPFK 90.7 FM, Los Angeles. I'm Aggie LaPique, your host for this special hour. And my guest, the wonderful director of the documentary, Martin Shore. Martin is an award-winning film director, film music supervisor, educator, musician, and producers, uh, uh, and producer of film soundtracks, as well as Grammy Grammy-nominated audio recordings, and he is the founder of the Take Me to the River Education Initiative, a wonderful nonprofit organization. And he is joining me. And uh, Martin, you're in Paris. I'm actually in London right now. Oh, you're in London. Yes. And uh, uh, thank you so much for making time to speak with us today here in Los Angeles. Um, I wanted to ask you uh, another question. We also get the rare opportunity in the film, which I was just watching yesterday, um, just wonderful, uh, rare opportunity to follow these musicians through their creative process. Now, why was it important to you to show all of us how the music is made? Well, we need to honor our legends and our legacy musicians and watching them go through their creative process, as you so so aptly said, um, is really important to document um, so that younger generations can be familiar with these masters and these legacy musicians. And it feels fresh. 
um, if you watch it, you know, today and five years from now, it's going to feel as fresh and as if you were in the room, um, you know, regardless of, of when you view it, it feels fresh and alive. And the process that these master musicians go through and young musicians um, is really great because we pull the curtain back and let you in on exactly how the process goes when you're collaborating um, and especially when you're collaborating with um, uncharted territory in many, in many, many, many ways. And whenever young musicians get the opportunity to work with the older legacy artists that influenced and, and inspired them, unexpected and exciting things uh, really happen. Um, tell us about some of your favorite collaborations in uh, Take Me to the River, New Orleans, and what made them so special to you? Well, the, the easiest answer, Maggie, is all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I do love the... I do love the energy with Donald Harrison and Christian Scott. And then my favorite um, would have to be with Irma Thomas and uh, uh, Lettucey. Yes. Um, you know, that that particular song still raises the, the little hair on the back of my neck, even having which one because <laughs> uh, there's so many. The, the uh, Irma and Lettucey song that you had just mentioned Um that was that was a real magical um, magical session and collaboration, and you can really feel how excited Lettucey is to learn from Irma Thomas to to collaborate with her and um, and really pay homage and honor her. It was uh, it it really exemplifies the spirit to which "Take Me to the River" is all about. But, you know, there's so many great collaborations, um, you know, Snoop Jeezy, William Bell with with um, I think we had four Nevels uh, and, you know, George Porter Jr. Um, you know, that was that was really great. Um, there's there's really every single session, Maggie, had a special um, magic to it. Um, the Neville Brothers last session definitely is is the most emotional uh collaboration for me um you know we're just so lucky to have gotten their last performance and last recording and i discovered someone that i really i mean i'd heard the name uh devel crawford mm -hmm. um but didn't i i just uh, barely knew uh, you know, anything about him um, and um, just thought he was a pianist from New Orleans. I, I I had no idea that he was such a prolific singer. Mm, yeah. And what a talent. Um, you know, he's he's the prince of the piano, as they as they call him. <laughs> yes. Um, he's, he's, you know, quite um, quite a player and uh, quite a singer and you know he's a he's a force in his own right, and really um, has been such a student of um, musicians that came before him. And his relationship with Dr. John is 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 an example of that he was very close with Fats Domino um, right up until the end. Mm -hmm. uh, 
And, you know, he just uh, is he's a, a constant student of the game. I want to uh, hear uh, and share this particular song from uh, this magnificent soundtrack. Take me to the river, New Orleans, um, music from the documentary film. And this features uh, the pianist and singer Devel Crawford, who we've been uh, talking a, a little bit about. This one, We Shall Gather. Now, there's a little bit of talk at the end. Is that you when you were like, oh, my God, that's you, you commented that it's beautiful. And yes, I that, think. That was, yeah, that was <laughs> me. And, um, you know, the one of the consistent, obviously, big questions that I posed in, in, in all the interviews was was Katrina. And, mm -hmm. you know, some some musicians would just say, well, I have a song about it. And um, this this was one of them. About New Orleans, right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. All righty. You're welcome. Awesome. You're awesome. welcome so much. That is so. Oh, moving. God. Yes, I I have to agree. Martin Shore, the director of the marvelous documentary "Take Me to the River, New Orleans," and we're listening to music from the documentary film. That that uh, I. I can't tell you how moving uh, that piece is. Devel Crawford is his name. We shall gather by the river. Um, just extraordinary, absolutely extraordinary. Um, really, really is, really is. Take me to the river, Martin. New Orleans is actually the follow-up to a film about another American city that you directed a few years ago. What was that film? And tell us how. Take Me to the River, New Orleans was such a natural progression from that documentary. Well, that was all about Memphis and um, Mississippi Delta, um, Memphis being sort of the, the, the collecting point of where talent would migrate from throughout the Mississippi Delta. And it's a very American story, as you had just um, aptly said, Maggie. Um, it's very linear, meaning that it comes, you know, from from the fields, songs of the field, as does New Orleans music. But, you know, call and response and field hollers and and, you know, it's then led into the church and from the church, it goes out, you know, and somebody sells sells their soul at the crossroads and the blues is born or something to that nature. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the rest is sort of sort of history you know uh country rock and roll rockabilly r&b funk you know all the way up to to rap and hip-hop pretty pretty straight line but it's a story that really hasn't been told about american music and how it's influenced and inspired the world's popular music around the world and still is if you listen to the african rappers right now who are just killing it um, mm -hmm. And the rappers uh, that are now in India, rapping over traditional Indian music, and uh, you wouldn't even believe it, but you know, rap is 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 now being played in traditional Middle Eastern um, music and cultures. So it's it's still resounding around the world. And and take me to the river was 
a way in to seeing how these influences created popular music around the world. You know, it's our cultural jewel, Maggie. Um, we don't have Dorothic or Corinthian pillars or, or impressionistic painters or, or things like that. But what we do have is popular music and music. And can you tell us a little bit about the uh, Take Me to the River Education Initiative, uh, its mission, vision, and then what's the six C's? Ah, <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. Um, we're so proud of uh, our education initiative and efforts. In fact, um, that's one of the reasons I'm here in London doing a residency um, at Chichester, uh, University of Chichester. I think I pronounced it right, even though we would say Chichester, it's Chichester. <laughs> um, so what we do, Maggie, is uh, we have common core curriculum that is in middle schools and high schools across the country. And we have um, a college course. The college course is now being revamped into a, uh, a, a cornerstone uh, senior level um, graduating class uh, at Berkeley. And Berkeley College of Music has been our education partners along with uh, the Grammy Museum and the new, and the new school. Um, they commissioned the Common Core curriculum and um, they also have a proprietary online um, suite of tools that students can use to record or, or listen to stems of different songs so they can le learn them. It's called Pulse. Um, and what we are very, very um, active in doing is doing professional development days with teachers across the country. We just did one in uh, Mississippi at the Grammy Museum for teachers all over uh, Mississippi um, to utilize all the assets that we have from Take Me to the River. And all this curriculum is based off the two films. Um, and how to use these assets for things like social justice and you know how, how to enter conversations in a way that uh, engages students in a more active and participatory way. So wonderful. The work that you're doing is just absolutely amazing. And I hope uh, to stay in touch with you and uh, just, you know, keep track of what you're doing, what's next. Um, but I want to let folks know that for more information on the film, you can go to a very comprehensive website, Take Me to the River, Dot org very simply um, you know more information on the film the music and the movement and uh, the mission uh, take me to the river films uh, musical tours and take me to the river education in initiative says we seek to empower communities by promoting tolerance and respect for all people and cultures creating a different uh, deeper understanding uh, and relevance of history and civil rights it is just uh, so beautiful and Martin Shore, the director of the film, highly recommended. You gotta see it. Um, and then, of course, the music is beyond extraordinary. Martin Shore, um, have fun in London, and thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Maggie, for having me today, and thank you for what you do and the station does, which is quality music, quality programming. It's, you know, it means the world to us independents. Look for Take Me to the River, New Orleans streaming in January, the end of January, January 20th. And again, like you said, Maggie, 
you can um, stream Take Me to the River New Orleans and Take Me to the River um, wherever you stream or wherever you download music. It's, it's everywhere. Martin Short, thank you so much for your time. Peace and love. I'm Maggie LaPique. I'll see you next time. And keep it set to 90.7 FM, Los Angeles. Thanks for joining us for this edition of Profiles. And please join me next time for another in-depth look at the legendary musicians and artists who changed the trajectory, opened our minds, and have continued to inspire us. I'm your host and producer, Maggie LaPique. Special thanks to my producers, Jerry O and Andrea Love. Thanks again for listening, and be sure to tune in next time for Profiles with Maggie LaPique.